Baba Kama Daf Pegimel, the last thing we were discussing was that we don't raise pigs in, in Eretz Israel. And we said the reason was when the Hashmonai families were at war with each other in a civil war, um, the Horkeros' family sent up money, Aristobulus' family sent up a pig, it put its uh, hooves into the wall, and itself shook 400 pasa. And Hachamim cursed a person who raises pigs, and they prohibited teaching a child Greek wisdom. And with that, we're going to start Pe'ebet Amud Bet, last line by the two dots, where it says, Is a Greek wisdom really prohibited? Rabbi said, Why do we have to speak Aramaic in Eretz Israel? Meaning, You could either speak Lashon HaKodesh or Greek. Why do you need Aramaic in Babel? You could either talk Lashon HaKodesh or Persian. But bottom line is, you see, you're allowed to speak Greek. So the explains, Greek language is one thing, and Greek wisdom is a different thing. Greek language is allowed, Greek wisdom is not allowed. Really? Is Greek wisdom really a survive? It says in Echa Aini Odela Lenavshimikol Benot Airi we I wanna cry from all the girls of, of my city, meaning Elif Yeladim Hayubebet Aba. There was a thousand young men in the in the family of Rabban Gamliel. Hamishmot Mehem Lamdu Torah, Hamishmot Lamdu Hochmat Yavarit. Five hundred learned Torah, the other five hundred learned Greek wisdom. The only people left is me and my cousin, my father's brother's son in Asya. But you see that 500 young men learned Chochma uh, Evanit. So like Mark explains, Amreshani Bet Rabban Gamliel over there was different. They were close to the to the king, and they needed to know this uh, Greek wisdom. Like we learned, Hamsaper Kumi If someone takes a haircut in a Kumi way, where you uh, you uh, cut the hair on your forehead and leave the rest of it, that's the Emori way. That's not that's the way they used to do it for Avodah Zarah. However, Abtolmus Bar Reuven he tirulol the Saper Kumi. Abtolmus, the son of Reuven, he got uh, the the heter. He got the okay to get take that haircut and because he was close to the king, he was doing business with them, he needed it. Shilbet Rabban Gamliel he tirulol the Saper bechokmat Yevanit mipinish kerovin malchut. And same idea in the house of Rabban Gamliel, there were some uh, boys who learned the Greek wisdom because they were dealing with the government. Next, we learned in the Mishnah, We said a person should not raise an angry dog unless it's tied with metal chains. A person should not raise dogs unless he unless he's chained. But he is allowed to raise that type of dog in his house if he's living in a city by the border, right by the goyim, and you tie it during the day and you let it loose at night to protect uh, the area. And Tanya Rabbi Ezra Gadol Omer Ham Gadel Kelavim Kim Gadel Hazirim. Rabbi Ezra Gadol would say a person who raises dogs is like raising pigs. They might have come in. Now, what will be the difference? Meaning, what's the practical difference? 
The Gemara explains, if that per, does that person get in an arur? We said that a person who raises pigs is cursed. Does the person raising dogs does he also get cursed? According to Rabbi Eliezer Gadol, he does get cursed. And Amar of Yosef Bar Minyomi, Amar of Nachman, Babel is like a city by the border, meaning we have to protect ourselves, and therefore you're allowed to raise dogs. And he explained when we mean, when we talking about Babel, we're talking about the uh, specific. It's like a city by the border. We need protection. You're allowed to raise dogs. And Darish Rabbi Dostai from the city of Biri said, the Pasuk is asking Hashem to put a Shekhinah on the tens of thousands of Israel. It's coming to teach you that the Shekhinah comes on Israel when there's 2,000 and two ten thousands, meaning when there's 22,000 people. Haserahat, if there's missing one person, so we're at 21,999. And there's a pregnant woman there, and she's about to have that 22,000 uh, person. And a dog scared her and, and barked, and she had a miscarriage. This uh, person who raised this dog. He's the one who caused the Shekhinah to leave Israel. So you see, you shouldn't have, you shouldn't raise these type of dogs. And the Gemara says a story. There was a woman, she walked in to bake in someone's house. The dog barked at her. The owner of the dog told her, Don't be scared of him. His fangs, the front teeth that he bites with, fell. Take whatever good you were giving me. We'll take your favor and throw it to the thorn bush, meaning uh, you didn't help me out. The baby inside of me already moved, meaning uh, I guess she felt a miscarriage. Next, we learned in Porcine and Ishbin Leonin. We don't set up nets to catch birds unless they were 30 reese away from the city, which is a four meal, because we don't want uh, birds that belong to other people to go into his net. So the Gemara right away asks, Umi Do birds really go that far? But didn't we say in, in Mishnah and Bavatra that we moved the dove coat away from the city 50 amot, meaning the birds don't fly more than 50 amot. So Amara Baye, Meshat Shaitetuva, really they could fly much more than 50 amot and they could reach all the way 30 reese. However, but they'll get their food in the 50 amot near wherever they are. Really, as far as they go, is 30 reese, not further. We said in the yeshuv, in a settled area, you can't set up a dovecote or a net, even a hundred mil. We're talking about four mil, the 30 reese is four mil. Here we're talking about a hundred mil because they can go that far. So Rabbi Yosef Amar, no, that Braita is talking about Be'yishuv Keramim, that's talking about a settlement with a lot of vineyards, meaning they could just jump from one vine area to the other, and you know, they could go on for a while. And Rabbi Amar, Be'yishuv Bishobachin, Rabbi said that was talking about in a settlement of dovecots, meaning it has where to land. And that's why you have to set up the nets uh, even further.
Now, the problem with that is, Why don't we say, now let us set up these nets because of the dovecoats that are there. So the Gemara explains, Either we could say that these dovecoats belong to Goy and there's no Isur over there. Meaning, even though Gezel Goy is Asur over here, there's no Isur. Because it's not really uh, stealing when it comes to Jewish people even. It's only Asur Mepinidarche Shalom. So if it belongs to Goy, we're not going to say... It's a sort to set up a net within the 30 ris. Or you could say with hefker, or you could say these dove cots are hefker, they don't belong to anyone, they're just there for the doves. Or you could say they belong to him. And still, you have to move it 30 ris for the birds from the town. Hadran Allah Merube, and now we're starting the eighth parak of Babakama. The Mishnah starts, if someone damages his friend, he has to pay. For five things, Benezek has to pay for the damage, Betzar the pain, Beripui the medical expenses, Beshevet unemployment, Uboshet and the embarrassment. Benezek had how the damages, Simet I know if he blinded him, Katatel if he cut off his hand, Shibeta Glo broke his leg, Roin Oto. We see him keiluhu ibed. Let's say he was an ibed ivory. Nimkarbashuk sold in the market. Veshamin kama hayafe, and we assess uh, what would he be worth be, with the arm. Vekama hayafe now. How much is he worth now be, uh, that he doesn't have the arm? And whatever the difference is, that's what he has to pay. Tsar, the pain. Kevao beshipud o bemasmer. If he burnt him with a skewer or with a nail, but filu alzipornal, even on the on his nail, mekom sheeno ose habura, a place where it doesn't make a wound, but still, omdin kama adam keotse bazer otse litol lihiot mitzta'ir kach. We assess how much does a person like this, a person, uh, this average type of person or a person like him, what would he want to get paid to have this type of uh, suffering, this type of pain. And the Gemara is going to explain. Ripui, medical expenses. Hikau, if he hurt him. Hayav rapoto, you have to heal him. You have to pay for whatever medical expenses. Allah bought Simahim, because of the, the, the wound, now he has uh, wounds. If these wounds are spreading because of the original hit, then then he has to pay for it. But if these wounds are because of something else, not because of the hit, paturi is exempt from paying. If it is sort of healed, but then it reopened, the sort of healed but reopened. Hayav the rapoto, he has to pay each time. Meaning each time it opens up, he has to pay for the rebandaging, the re going to the doctor and everything. Hayta called Sorka, but if it fully healed, and then if it reopened up, then he doesn't have to heal him anymore because he fully healed him. He paid for everything. Shebet, unemployment. So we look at this person. Let's say he, his job was to watch uh, cucumbers, meaning make sure nothing happens to these cucumbers, meaning that's the job for a person who's missing a limb. Because you already paid for his arm and for what his foot or whatever he wounded him, whatever he cut off. But So now you have to pay him, uh, let's say he would work. Okay, so how much would he get paid being a, a, a simple job like watching the, the cucumber in the field? And that's what you pay him. Bullshit embarrassment. Well, all depends on the person who's being embarrassed, the person who's embarrassing. It all depends on what's going on. It, it's all relative. And the Gemara starts, Am I? Why is it that if someone hurts his friend, he has to pay him for it? 
meaning ayin tahat ayin amar hamana. The pasuk says eye for an eye. Em ayin mamash. We should say you poked an eye out. You have to, uh, okay, now he has to poke your eye out. The Gemara says la sal kadatach. No, you, you can't. Uh, you can't explain the pasuk as is. The Tanya we have a bright eye. Cholsi met ayno mesemet ayno. Maybe if you blinded someone, now he blinds your eye back. Katat yado me katat yado. If he cut off his uh, hand, then he cuts off his hand. If he broke a foot, he breaks a foot. That's why the Pasuk says, The Pasuk compares uh, the, the, the hit damage to a human being to the damage of an animal. The same way when you damage an animal, you have to pay. The same thing with a human being. You, you, you pay, you don't get hurt with your body. Now, now, if you have any questions on that limud, then here's another limud. It says by parashat rotzeh, in regards to someone who murdered someone, lo tikhu kofer the nefesh rotzeh, asher hu rashalamut. You can't take atonement you, uh, about, uh, for someone who killed. Meaning, someone killed, you got to kill him, and he can't pay his way out of it. The nefesh rotzeh ayata lo kofer. For someone who killed, you don't take money. Avalata lo kofer the rashevim shein chazin, but you do take money for someone who cut off a body part that doesn't regrow. So here you have two limuds. The Gemara says, Hemake. The Gemara asks on that original limud. It says, Make Adam, Make Behema. Which Make are we talking about? Ilema. Let's say we're talking about Make Behema, Yishalemeno, Make Adam, Yumat. If we're talking about the Make of, uh, if a person hurts an animal, he has to pay for it. And if he hurts a human being, then he dies. Well, Hahubiktalakativ. That Make is talking about death, killing. So it can't be talking about payment. It can't be talking about regular wounds. Ella, it's a different makeh. Makeh nefesh behemai shalimena, nefesh tahat nefesh. It says if a person hurt an animal, he has to pay for it. And soul for a soul. Then it says right afterwards, If a person hurts his friend, he damages his friend, whatever he does, it has to happen to him. And we're going to learn Shava. And we're going to say that it's a payment. Now, the Gemara doesn't understand. Hi, love makehu. But over there, you have a makeh nefesh behemah. But then it says, ishki ten mum. There's no makeh. So how are you learning that type of gzera shava? So the Gemara responds, it doesn't have to be the word makeh. We just talk about the concept of hitting. Meaning one is makeh, one's kit and mum. Same idea. In the same way, the hitting in regards to an animal you pay. Same thing when you hurt a human being, it's also payment. But the Gemara says, but how could you say that it's only money? You have a pasuk that says, if you hurt a human being, you die. And that pasuk is not in regards to killing, rather, it's someone who cuts off a body part from a friend. So the Gemara responds, no, that's bimamon. That motyumat is with, with money. You have to pay for it. Mimai bimamon. Who says it's talking about money? Emma bimita mamash. Maybe you actually have to kill him. If someone cuts off his friend's leg, you have to kill him. The Gemara says, la salkaratak. You can't say that. Because number one is because we had that hekesh, uh, that comparison to hitting an animal that you have to pay. Ve'od, but number two, ketiv batre, what does it say right afterwards? The same way you put damage in him, you also put it in him. The fact that it says netina, netina is a language of money, then, and that's how we know it's payment and not uh, killing.
So now the Gemara goes back to that line in the Brayta. It says, if you didn't like uh, that uh, limud, then I have a different limud from you. It said, Umay imnaf shecha lomar. The Brayta said, imnaf shecha lomar. If you didn't, like, if you had questions, then uh, then it says, lotik hukofer. Don't take payment uh, uh, for someone who's supposed to uh, die in betin. So umay imnaf shecha lomar. The Gemara asks. Where that come in from? Meaning, what would have been the problem on the original limu that we have to bring another one? So the Gemara explains. The, the Tana had a problem. Why are you asking a question from a person who heard an animal? You should learn from a person who heard a human being. Over there it says Yumat. Maybe you have to actually have to kill him. And the Gemara says Amre. The Gemara says that's not the problem because the, maybe Danin Nizakin Nizakin Ven Danin Nizakin Mimita. Maybe uh, I could answer it simply. We learn damages from damages. We don't learn damages from death. The Gemara pushes back. Adraba, I could say opposite. Danin Adam Adam Ven Danin Adam Ibeima. Maybe we should learn human from human. Whatever the halacha is regards to human killing, we should kill the guy. And we're not going to learn humans from uh, whatever he does with animals. And so the Gemara says, That's why the Brayta said, if you have problems with this, meaning that's why it says, if you want, if you'd rather learn from a human being rather than learn from an animal, well, it says in regards to human beings, you don't get uh, money in order to get him out of death. However, when it comes to the nefesh rotzeh, hayata lokeh kofer for a murder, you don't take money. Avalata lokeh kofer the rashi varim sheinar chosir, but you do take money for body parts that don't grow back. Now the gemara says behay lotik chokofer the nefesh rotzeh lemalter rashi varim udata. Are you telling me that pasuk about not taking money in order to let the guy go and murder? But yes, when uh, when it comes to body parts, you tell me it really comes to body parts that don't regrow. Hami bay leba. I thought we need that pasuk. The amar hamanad lot abid bet harte. I thought it's for double jeopardy, meaning you don't punish the person twice. You can't take money from him and kill him. You got to either take money from him or kill him, but you can't do both. Sagma explains, We learned that you don't punish a person two punishments from from those words. Meaning, You only punish him for one bad thing. You don't punish him twice. But still, we need that pasuk of lotik hukofer for pshat. That you don't take money and get the murderer off the hook. We need for pshat. So the explains. If that's the case, just say, don't take a kofer money for someone who is guilty and he is supposed to die. It says, why do you have to add that? Then, then let's go. Then let's ask a better question. Then why do I need that whole make uh, make situation? Meaning, I already have the second limud. Then why do I need the first limud in the brayta? 
So the Gemara explains, Amra imehai, if it's just from Lotik Hokofer, I mean, I would have thought, I would have thought either you give him the actual eye, meaning you, you poked his eye, he pokes your eye, or you can pay for it, whichever one you want. So we learn that's why you need the Shava from an animal. Same way by animals it was cash. Same thing by human beings it's it's cash. You you pay for it. You don't you don't uh, you don't do the same thing. Tanya, Rabido Stai Ben Yehuda Omer, Ain Tahat Ain is Mamon. When it says Ain Tahat for an eye, it's money. Ata Omer Mamon, Oeno El Ain Mamash. The Brita asks, is it money or maybe it's actually an eye for an eye? Amarta, so this is the way he learns it. Let's say this person's eye was big and this person's eye was small. So how could I say eye for an eye? If let's say the person's uh, the person who did the damage's eye is bigger or smaller, it's not the same size as the person he hurt. So it's not exactly an eye for an eye. And if you want to say only in this type of situation, you get money. But uh, in general, if the eyes are the same size, maybe it's not an eye, actually. That's why there should be one law for everyone. It's a law that's equal for everyone. It's money, not an actual eye. The Gemara doesn't like Rabbi Dostai Ben Yehuda's uh, explanation. Because Amre Maikushya, meaning what's the question from Ayn Tahtayn? Dilma, maybe... Maybe it's not about the physical eye. Maybe it's the, the sight. You took away sight from him. He, you, okay, he takes away sight from you. Because if you don't want to say it like that, then what about Katan Let's say a, small, a short person who killed a big person. A tall person who killed a small, a short person. How can we kill them? It's not equal. There should be one rule. There should be one law for everyone. You have to explain. Rather, you should say, okay, you took away life from him, he takes life away from you. So, over here you could say, maybe over here also you could say, he took a sight, okay, then you take away sight. The Gemara doesn't like Rabbi Dostai Ben Yehuda's logic and just disproves it. And we will stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.